Blog Talk Radio. Dr. Leonard Richardson. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're happy to be here. Etienne Gibbs and Dr. Richardson is on the line. Good afternoon, Dr. Richardson. Good afternoon, Mr. Etienne, and good afternoon to the listening audience, wherever they are. And I would say good afternoon because whether or not it's morning or later, it's good day because it is a beautiful day and it's a day that the Lord has made and we're going to rejoice in it and do our best presentations, as we always do. Welcome back after the hiatus of Carnival and the intermittent activities that gave us a sort of brief break. So we're right back. Yes, my goodness, I can't believe that whole time has gone by. Just like that. Anyhow, we normally would have our guest, our special reporter from the Virgin Islands, who's not living in the Cayman Islands, calling in. I'm expecting it. Maybe she should call in a little later. But in the meanwhile, Valerie? Dr. Richardson and I will continue. As I speak of her, there she is. Good hey. afternoon, or in your case, good morning there, Val. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Welcome aboard. I would just mention your name. How about Wonderful. that? Wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Nice to be here. Great, great. Good okay, day, Val. Doc- Good day, Val. Oh, hi. Hi, Dr. Richardson. Uh, hello. We have recovered or recuperated, <laughs> or we now have Conwell in the post position. It's now gone. Yes. So we can return yes. to our usual programming and talk because that is now behind us. Right. So how have you been, well, Val? Well, well, I'm I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Sorry to be late. That's all right. I had a very interesting telephone call from none other than the former senator, Cleon Cricky. Oh, yes. Oh, really? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, very interesting call. But she had called on another program, uh, We the People, that airs on Friday evenings on WSDA. And I spoke with her briefly, and she was very excited that I had given her kudos and remembered the fact that she and her daughter had a funeral home on Bijergegada, up in what we call that line that takes goes straight up into what was the municipal hospital. And yes. that of course of the Criterion Grocery. Head of the page right. make make a left. Yes. Okay. So you spoke with her. What's the content that you want to share with us? Any content? Well, there's always content. It was the fact that I pointed out that, <laughs> that yes, I do remember her. And even when the name became Cleon Creaky Maynard, uh, we had not forgotten the fact that her daughter had the mortuary home mortician. Yes. Yes. The daughter is now deceased. And the fact of the home in the West in terms of the big, big palatial area that is now the home of 
Le Bleu Water and now Miss Miss Creaky Maynard's home up into the hill above yeah. that overlooking the Lindbergh Bay Area. Okay. So that's what we talked about briefly reminiscing about that. Um, Good enough. Well, we will reminisce today because there's a Virgin Islands role model who has done so much work here. In fact, just about every child that ever went to Catholic school, if they started in the first or kindergarten, they were taught by this lady we're going to talk about today. I'm referring to Miss Blanche Mary Joseph Sasso. And I have to give you compliments and credits for suggesting that, that title because, yes, we were working on what title to come up with, but then you suggested that. Thank you very much. So oh. since you suggested that, is there any comments you would like to make at this time about Mr. Sasso? Oh, well, you know, what was very interesting, I was watching a video about her life put together by Eric Miles on Vimeo.com. Oh, really? It was fascinating because it was Leah, you know, who was commentating and telling the whole story yeah. of her life. And, um, and, and I enjoyed it so much. It was great to hear her voice, you know, all over again. Oh. So, so this course, is going to be a great show. Leah is her daughter or was her daughter. Yes. Yes. Leah was the daughter yes. of Blanche. Yes. Uh, the only yes. child. Yes, correct. Yes. And, you know, I just heard some sad news this morning about Leah's partner, Ted, that um, oh. that he had passed away this week, and I didn't know it. So oh. condolences to the family. Um, yes. Well, sorry to hear that. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Yes. I only met Leah one time, and she came to the WSDA radio station one evening, remember, Doc, to do a I presentation, remember. and that's. The only time I met her, yes, yes. Mark, what comments do you have about well, you know, Mrs. Sasso? The, 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 okay, go ahead, Val. Oh, no, that was uh, Etienne wanted to, to say something. Yes, for you, Doc, go ahead. You. Oh, all right. I didn't know if you were directing your question for commentary to no, Val to or to me. All right, to very you, well. Doc. All right. Once again, good afternoon, good day to all, and to you, Val, of course. <laughs> Thank the name you. Blanche, you're most welcome. The name Blanche Joseph Sasso may not ring a clarion bell to many persons, particularly to the younger people, but also to persons of yesteryears, particularly the persons who are of what we call the millennials, but no, the baby boomers, yes and before the baby boomers. Why do I say that? The name Blanche Joseph Sasso is a name that resounds throughout what is known as long past, or properly labeled, that is known as Palm Strata. And on that particular group or street, you had four persons who were very much into music. The four persons were... All are deceased now. The four were Miss Adelita Tancrine. Next. Oh, yeah, Miss. Miss mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just complimenting. Yes, I remember Miss yes. Tancrine. Yes. And the next person right next door was Mr. Cyril Creaky, who was the father of Neil Creaky, 
and Cleo Creaky. And the next person, there were other children too, Marvin, for example. The other house was the person who also taught music a little bit further up, and that would be none other than a person, Mr. Letson. And directly across from them, the street, you had Mrs. Watlington. Mrs. Watlington, of course, is the mother of Sarah Connell, Sarah Watlington Connell, and also of Alicia Watlington, Judith Watlington, who owns and runs Ease Garden and Tea House. Also, Judith Betty Arturo, Jr. And I'm saying yes. that to say that it's interesting to note that those persons were all there. And sometimes, when, depending upon the time of day, if you're walking up there, you went up some steps called the Appian Way that led from that particular street, which was really known among the people as Low Road to get to High Road. And those steps took you up. And Mrs. Kankwine took care of watering the plants along the Hibiscai as well as wow. the Bougainvillea. But Mrs. Sasso was married to the rabbi's brother, Moses oh. Sasso. That's the connection there. But the family yes. is more extensive than that. The family encompasses names such as Adams, names such as Sparks, names such as Lockhart, yes. names, yes, of course, names such as, when we look at Kestel, I am saying that to say that Mrs. Blanche Sasso was one of the older ones of, we used to call her Mama Teen, Miss Joseph, who lived in the Bourne Field area in what is now the University of the Virgin Islands, in those houses up on the hill. There was an older oh, brother yes. by, by the name of Godfrey Hansen, but specifically the Finches, the Adams, okay? Those are names that are popular to most people today. And Mrs. Blind Sasso wrote and put together something that's very important for us all to remember, and that is the Virgin Islands flag, the symbol of the eagle. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me interrupt a minute, please. I failed to mention earlier that we have a special question we want to throw out. Could you hold back on that for a minute about about the flag? Because there's All some right, information well. I want to share. Very we well. have a question we want to throw out to our audience. Very well. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, Mrs. Sasso taught for many years at the St. Peter and Paul Roman Catholic School in what we refer to as the grammar school division, not the high school, grammar school. Now, in American tutelage, we do not use the term anymore of grammar school, but that's the original way back from the Latin and from Germany. And kindergarten, those were the names that were used. So she was in the grammar school division. Her classroom was right down the steps, bearing to the left if you came from the entrance of the top yard, but if you came from the main street entrance, you came through by the auditorium, and her classroom was the second room uh, to the right. So Mrs. Sasso's daughter, Leah, also was very 
influential in doing a number of things, but I'm going to hold off on that. Leah was married to a person of the Coast Guard era in terms of which was based there. It was her name, actually, now today is Leah McAllister. But before McAllister, she was Leah, of course, Sasso. And then, of course, there was two children. And there were two children because of the fact that I'm pointing that out because I may miss one or two because later on, Leah had sort of relocated to the mainland for a little while. But they lived right there on Palm Strata, right next to the house. Her house was a white house one of the more modern constructions in the area, and right next to that, with the steps separating them, was where Mrs. Ablita Kankrine had her home. And one of the things you knew that you were in the right area because as you began to go up Palm Strata on the left-hand side, Mrs. Kankrine had one of the old stone chimneys or ovens as people <laughs> refer to them, and it was yes, painted all yes. white, remember? All in yes, white. Yes. And on it, she had the name Rudy Crest. Rudy Crest was her son. Uh, Mrs. Oh. Cantrine, yes, had a son by the name of Rudy Crest. He died early in age, a brilliant young man from all accounts. Never met him. And yes. Never met him either. Brilliant account. He predates our arrival on the island, on the planet. Okay. So, but the related <laughs> now, interestingly enough, to the Wallaces yeah. and the Vernon Cancrine, to whom Mrs. Cancrine was married, would be the connecting uh-huh. factor in the Garden Street area. It must have been a very interesting time to be up there because persons who yes. were in that area with all these people of great musical ability, you know, you had Simone yes. right up the hill, and yes. then you had also a great soprano by the name of, interestingly enough, by the name of Rita Lafontaine. People say Lafontaine, but Lafontaine, the French word. Lafontaine. And she was, yes. yeah, she was the sister of Mrs. Maduro. And they were just oh. up just beyond where the Watlingtons were and are. So I'm saying it must have been a very interesting time because when those persons had their students coming, because they all taught music. Mrs. In their home. Also taught music. Oh, I'm not going to go into that. Anyway, right now. The point is Mrs. Sasso was teaching primary school or grammar school at the St. Peter and Paul Roman Catholic School. Interestingly yes. enough, there was only one child. That was Leah. And as I said before, there are children. I don't know their names offhand because many of them sort of grew up on the mainland and relocated here. Now, yes. interestingly, to know, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to jump in to say that you know she was a teacher for seventeen years at that Catholic school. One yes. seven. Yes. One she seven. Took a break. That's correct. Right. Actually, the truth of the matter is, before she went to the Catholic school, she taught across the street yes. in what is now the Catholic Chancery Building to a lady called or named Miss Renee. Miss Renee had the school where she taught people such as, for example, our parents before or prior to or not included in the St. Peter and Paul 
Roman Catholic entry uh, students or pupils. But Miss Renee was there. You went through the little archway up the steps. Miss Renee was right across uh, in the Chancery Building. So Miss Sasso was there also. And what is interesting to note in those days, which were the days when you didn't have college degrees, yet Miss Sasso was preeminent among them, not only in terms yes. of English, but in utilizing some of the other languages, the Dutch Creole and all that and all that and all that. But we'll talk about that later when uh, the question is thrown out what Mr. Gibbs has, what ETN has. Anyway, <laughs> when you look at the family, okay. you will look at a family covering, if you remember the name, Sparks, Blanche mm-hmm. Sparks, who had the reliable furniture store. She was the mother of Mrs. Corinne Lockhart. Remember Corinne Lockhart? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And she was, Miss Corinne Lockhart was the mother of Dale, Gary, Catherine Lockhart, Henrik Lockhart, Herbert E. Lockhart, we call Herbie. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Mrs. Lockhart was only one member, but she had some sisters. Mm -hmm. Cleone, for example, was the name of one of the sisters. And then she had some interesting cousins, the Adamses. Let us go back and remember that Mrs. Sasso was one of the oldest daughters of Mrs. Adams. Now, I'm talking about Bandmaster Adams's. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. So that's how that connection comes in there. Okay? Yes, Yes, go ahead. Miss Corinne, she was our um, Girl Scout teacher. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. As a matter of fact, her Girl Scout troop was Troop 183. Oh, maybe that was my troop. I'd forgotten my number. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I should have asked you. One, eight, three, along with such people as Mrs. Watson, remember? Who was another Girl Scout. But Mrs. Greenlock, Girl Scout Troop, one, eight, three. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Okay, sponsored by the St. Peter and Paul Roman Catholic Church. Yes. One, eight, three. Thank you. My sister was a member of that group also. <laughs> okay, yes, okay, go ahead. Good, good, good. See, Val, you wouldn't remember, but the doctor would. <laughs> I know. It's fabulous. Yes. Oh, that's great. Thank you so much. Well, let me, oh, you're most welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead. Let me let me ask something about Mrs. Cancroyne. I have to admire about her. I was fortunate at the right time back in 1968 when I came home from California my second year of college was in California, Ventura, California. I been with Head Start. I was a teacher's assistant. So when I came back home in 68, I went looking for a job, and the Department of Education sent me down to North School. I had no idea where Wayne Espon was or what it was, whatever. I got there and come to find out Mrs. Conkine was the principal. Now, I was able to get direct mentorship by Mrs. Conkrine because I was the substitute teacher sent to Wayne and wherever needed fill in. And Mrs. Conkrine used me to fill in where needed to be filled in. So every day I went to her to get my assignment for the day. I get my assignment, but I got my teaching principles. Principles with an L-E at the end. She had to say how to say what to do where we should go with the content of the of the matter. And I was able to develop teaching 
lesson plans without even realizing I was becoming a teacher. <laughs> I was just doing what I enjoyed doing and having Mrs. Conkrite. And one of the things we did, we took a field trip over to Hazel Island. My first, oh. I was say my only time, but it was the second time, 68. We took a, students over there to Hazel Island, and we didn't have much of a, of a, of a guide, I don't think, so we just did it on our and I don't remember how we got there, what boat took us, but we got over there. And I took some pictures. But in those days, back in the 60s, you had to have a fancy camera with the camera, and I didn't know all that. So I just took pictures. Half of them didn't even come up properly. You had to take <laughs> them to the store, to the pharmacy, and have them develop, whatever. So I like today. But I wanted to share that about Mrs. Cancrine. Mrs. Oh, Cancrine was very particular about enunciation. Now, students used to laugh behind her. But her again, because she would not say the water, she would say, young man, young lady, it's pronounced water, and emphasize <laughs> the accent. And that's one of the wonderful things, the best thing I've ever had. I didn't even have to go to college to learn about teaching. Mrs. Conkran was right here, who taught me right then and there. So oh, I have to say that. And the other thing is Mrs. Conkran played the organ at at at, at my grandma, Nanny Lindo, who my mother worked for, I call her Nanny Lindo. Every Sunday I would pick up Nanny Lindo at the church, and there's Mrs. Conkrack coming, like everybody else, and we would say hello to her and chit-chat for a while. And it was a big family connection right there in Garden Street because everybody knew about it. Is that amazing, Doc? Yeah, it's a lovely story. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. And Thank you. Uh, just some embellishments and footnotes to the above. Sure. It is interesting okay. to note that Mrs. Cancrine came from Savan, from a group of persons, oh. Romeo Malone, and those persons who actually were responsible for the training, caring, and rearing of youngsters and their minds. And mm. Parrot, Parrot was also, that's why it's Adelita P. Cancrine. The P stands for Parrot. She was a parrot. Oh, and really? her brother, oh. yes, her brother was a pharmacist at the St. Thomas Apothecary Hall. And Harry Parrot was one of the persons who worked there. To note carefully that Mrs. Cancrine was under the tutelage of one of the English masters by the name of Emmanuel Benjamin Oliver. And wow. he was the headmaster at the Abraham Lincoln School. And then when he left, the person who succeeded him was none other than Mr. Jose Antonio Jarvis. Jarvis. Uh, yes. Yeah. And Mrs. Cancran worked under him as well, while Emmanuel, Mr. Emmanuel Benjamin Alba went on to open up his own private school. Now, you may not necessarily identify with Mr. Emmanuel Benjamin Oliver, but I'll drop a couple of names and you can make some connections. Persons okay. such excuse me, persons such as if you remember Carol Henneman, she was one of the persons oh, that yes. still is in education, yes. Mr. Yes. Emmanuel Benjamin Oliver would be her grandfather. And you may also remember that when we had our science supervisor, Mrs. Ragster, 
her father was Mr. Emmanuel Benjamin Oliver. And then when we go to the island of St. Croix, the persons over there, the two, the judge, judge one and judge two, were primarily one when we look at who was there. We will look closely at the Rosses. That was the name. Jewel Ross was a daughter. She went to Morgan, but the judge, Judge Ross, would be the relationship to Mrs. Uh, Oliver in terms of looking at who was there. So Mrs. Cancrine had quite a good training. Now, I, yes. I heard you mention I heard you mention about enunciation and pronunciation, and you're quite <laughs> oh, right. Yes. I'll give I'll give you a little treatise. One of the things okay. she would have was a a very interesting beginning of the day. Everybody lined up in the yard, and yes. she began the session by asking them, children, what did you eat for breakfast? And of course, <laughs> yes, our children would re- yes, yes. Our ch- yes, emphasis. <laughs> and our children, she personalized the language. Our children yes. said, cream our wheat. And she said, oh no, <laughs> you did not have cream our wheat. No. You had cream of wheat. Wheat. And you have to learn how, how to, that's right, how to blow exactly. that WH together to <laughs> yes. get wheat yes. rather than cream our wheat. So she would always <laughs> yes. take time yes. and to do that. And all of the sun may have been hot or the rain may have been falling. You made sure you heard the proper pronunciation. She would ask you, what is it? And you'd have to repeat, cream of wheat, not cream our wheat. So anyway, I thought I'd throw that <laughs> in since you mentioned Oh, the thing about it, too, it was cute. Yes. I'm when sorry? She did her when she did her enunciation, her body language changed. Oh, yeah. straight, erect. Her, her, her chin came up, and she oh, overemphasized yes. with the pronunciation of the tip of the tongue to yes. literally business, do it so the students can see what she was doing. The business, of putting, never, the business of putting the tongue between the teeth and the business of understanding yes. what is a fricative yes. from what is a retentive, <laughs> yes. linguistically speaking, yes. she had the corner on that. And oh, even yes. when she played the organ at the All Saints Church, it was not a cathedral then, but Mr. or Pastor Father Swenson, who was the rector or the person who was the priest at the time, always complimented and commended her, and she directed the choir as well. So she not only played, she also directed a choir. And so that, in fact, every time they had what was called the procession to the sea, she would make sure that the persons who had their candles, who were going down to the sea to do the blessing of the sea and coming back up, that they knew what they were singing and singing every note. In addition to that, she also did what was called homemaking in the sense of sewing. She taught people how to sew. The basic stitches, the base stitch, oh yes, the base stitch, the back stitch, the chain stitch, and how to work a buttonhole. Each student, male or female, had to get a piece of broad cloth called white linen, and you had to do a border, and then you had to take that with you, and you had to keep it clean because you would expect (laughs) it. And when you were stitching, if you did not stitch correctly, she would say, what mm. is this? 
And the person would say, this is stage. He say, rip every mm. stage. You heard how I roll that off? Rip every stage. Yes. So if you didn't know yeah. what was to be done, yeah, rip every stage. Yes. told you. And even though you were almost at the end, you had to take mm. every stitch out and start at the beginning. Oh. A martinet, a rigid exactly. disciplinarian. Then she also yes, exactly. the Maypole. And there was a song that in May, this is May month, and we, this is the month of May, tra-la-la-la-la-la-la, and then tra-la-la-la-la-bow, that kind of thing, the celebration of May. We don't do May anything anymore, really, but back in those days, we used to. And so, in fact, Mrs. Cancrine really became a high watermark in terms of oh, discipline. Yes. Now, it Go sounds ahead, like sir. you know how to sew, to sew then, Doctor. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Now Val, what is I it that e- the doctor? <laughs> I know. I didn't even know all those stitches. I forgot myself. Chain oh, yes. stitch and that. Wow. Yes, back stitch, chain <laughs> stitch, back stitch, and you also start off with what's called the base stitch. And the base stitch was that I know. when okay, yes, when you're running anything because if you pull the thread once the whole thing came apart. Came loose, yes. Yes, and loose, yes. Uh-huh. Amazing. Okay. Before we go any go further, ahead. Yes, I want I'm to listening. announce something to our okay. audience. We have a special question today, and the person who question will, will receive a prize. And the question is, basically, Mrs. Sasso and her sister played a very history of the Virgin Islands, starting way back in 1921. Correct. What is it that they did that made the impact on the Virgin Islands history? First person to call us with an answer will get a prize. It'll probably be an e-book. I say probably because oh, I don't great. know which one we will use, but we'll have to talk to the doctor about that. Maybe it might be the doctor book coming out. Who knows? We'll have to check that out. No problem. Call in, basically. Okay, great. The dog has said no problem. The number is 347-237-437. Now, I want to mention that when I made the announcements on Facebook last night and today, there's over close to 20 responded, but haven't called in. So what I'm going to do is shout out their names right here on the line right now. For example... Eva Rizzo, Joanne Saunders, Dwight Delegado, Loretta Comaback. Those are some. I'll come up with some more in a later point. So, folks, Dwight, call in with the Dwight number. Delgado, yeah. Dwight Delgado, I know. He was a member of Air Explorer Squadron 437, St. Peter and Paul. I know him. He I don't know that's a member of the I don't know that's the same Oh, one. okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dwight, I'm sorry. On, but spells it with a W I G H T, and this one spells it with a D at the end. So oh, I think okay, I'm sorry. I retract, I retract that. I retract that. Okay. All right. The number is three four seven two three seven four three seven four. Audience, we'd love to hear from you. Call in. Let us know your questions, your comments about uh, having been taught by Mrs. Sasso, having known Mrs. Sasso, knowing her family, knowing the neighborhood. Know the neighborhood again, the the, the low road where 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 she lived at one time. 
So, Let me go, just say one thing. Art, you if you do, uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. Yes. Before we move on, so in case some persons may not remember, they may remember this. Her daughter, remember, Leah, Sasso, then Stevens, and then McAllister. So you may know the daughter as Leah Stevens, the same person, or Leah McAllister, okay, good, the same person who would be the daughter of Mrs. Blanche Sasso. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Sasso lived to be 105 years old. My goodness. That is correct. I've never had... Yes, I never had the opportunity to be taught by her. My mother taught her in a school of kindergarten or first grade. Classes were filled. Classrooms were filled. I wasn't able to get admitted to St. Peter and Paul until third grade. Oh. I got Sister Irene, not Mrs. Sasso, oh. which never left that matter because they were right next door to each other. Oh, Sister yeah. Irene was right too, yes. But, I remember uh, her. I, I saw Mr. Sasso every oh, day. I do, too. Yes. I saw Mr. Sasso every day. <laughs> Who yes, yes. Who yes. doesn't? Who doesn't? Right. right, pal. Who doesn't? And, you know, the interesting <laughs> the thing, glasses. back in the day, you could not yes. do anything or even have it appear <laughs> that you did or did not. Because if they said you did, it was gospel truth. Yes, and dare exactly. you to contradict it. Okay. Yeah, I remember Sister Irene with her green glasses. Yes, the green glasses, yes. yes. Oh, yes. 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 Well, well, well. <clears throat> Again, I'm going to repeat that question. What is it that the Mrs. Sasso and her sister were noted for that helped play a role in the Virgin Island history back in 1921 and still is in effect today? Give us a call. Let us know. Tell us the answer or some of whatever comments or stories you might have to share with us. Okay, Val, what do you have to share? What else do you have to add? Well, you know, when I was watching that video today, which was fascinating, uh, I was learning that Miss Sasso became a teacher in 1921, and she scored yeah. a 98% on her, on her exam, which is, which is wow. how she got invited and stuff to be a teacher at the, at the school. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty impressive. But yeah. she had a school herself. She had the Miss Correct. Joseph yes. private school or something, Correct. I think, before she worked at the Catholic school. Correct. As I was saying again earlier, right across from the Catholic church, there was a lady by the name of Miss Renee, and she was not Miss Sasso then. She was Miss Joseph. Joseph. Oh. And then she married Mr. Sasso. And the Mr. Sasso she married was the brother of Rabbi Moses Sasso. Moses Sasso and Amos Sasso were brothers. And, of course, you know, this gets back to the Hebraic community. Remember, on what is known as people call Garden Street, but there's really no such thing as Garden Street, directly across from the Commandant Gada School, that particular area, which is Commandant Gada, up some steps, off to the left, there was a place where Mr. and Mrs. Moses Sasso, or Rabbi Sasso, lived. And you go up the steps almost before you get to Galleon House. Mm-hmm. You get your orientation, you're bearing. Mm-hmm. Up the steps. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's where she lived. Her name was Esther Sasso, who was the wife oh. of the rabbi. Mm-hmm. And Blanche was wow. the sister-in-law. 
Mm-hmm. And Blanche right. of course. Go ahead. Right. Now, Blanche married Ernest Sasso in 1935. That is correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Blanche some great married Ernest. Right. Mm-hmm. Blanche married Ernest and Esther married Moses, who was the rabbi. Mm-hmm. So Moses and... Okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted to add, my research showed that Mrs. Sasso married Ernest Sasso, a former commissioner in 1921. So, a former what? No, no. She only married in 35. 21 is when um, just, she got her teacher's license. That's correct. But what a, okay, because she had Leah right shortly after. You know, okay, as I was okay. saying, as I was saying earlier, yeah. she did not need to have government approval. She was already <laughs> a teacher well accomplished. She got wow. into the legalized part of it, not that the other was illegal, yes. but in terms of certification and sanctions of government. Miss, Miss yes. Joseph was her name, and mm-hmm. then she became Mrs. Sasso. And yes. the point is, she was brilliant, as a matter of fact, so brilliant that in those days, people went to a place called Antia to be trained in uh-huh. education. Uh-huh. And she received training also from the priests who were here at the time, the Redemption oh. Fathers. And that is how she wow. moved up so quickly and so strongly because she was European trained. And she had oh. all the rubric of the German system of education, yes. the yes. kindergarten. Yes. People say today kindergarten, but that's mispronouncing. Kindergarten, which means kindergarten. The, caring tra- yes, the caring and training of the young folks. i got to write There's that one down, kinder too. German kindergarten. <laughs> kinder no problem. Children, yes. Go right ahead. Kinder <laughs> hey, doc. means, yes? Children, yes. My question to you is this. Mrs. Sasso went to convent school. I heard that mentioned many times. Con- yes, which was just another name for Catholic convent where the nuns were. Mm-hmm. My grandmother went so there where too. Was it? Right. Where, where was it? Where was it located? Where? Yes. Oh, as I said, directly across from the cathedral today, and up the steps off to oh. the left. Yeah, right in Yes, on okay, their property. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And then when the some school reason, was, I it was built, yeah, it was where? For some up reason, street? I always thought convent school was up, uptown. Oh no, yeah. um, no, no. By the Criterion, in that alleyway. By the Criterion. Okay. I thought so. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. Was, no, 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 no. No. I thought it okay. was up, the early version was up by Coconut Square, and Roosevelt Park. Park. Roosevelt yes. Park. Initially, Coconut yes. Plaza or Coconut Square, mm-hmm. which is the Roosevelt Virgin Islands Veteran Park today. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Directly but across that's what I thought from, too. Yes. from the parking lot. Yeah, well, then you're right. You see, the thing is, okay. remember there were two people who were doing educating. One was the Moravians, and you know where they're yes. located. And yes. then the other would be the Catholics. And so, in fact, the competition between oh. who will get what students, it became a religious kind of thing. 
and that's where they were initially. But then room was created closer to the church, so that okay. the sisters who would be there would be able to do the teaching as well. Yes. So it's a rich history and a rich legacy. Yes, it does. It does. Yes. Well, we want to remind our audience that we have a question that we would like you to answer and possibly elaborate on it. The question again is, Mrs. Sasso and her sister played a very important role back in 1921. What is it that they did that made history making in the Virgin Islands that is today? Give us a call. Let us know the answer. Give us your comments. And the first person with the right answer will receive a book. And we will then give, with Dr. Richardson's permission, a copy of his new book about to come out. It isn't out yet, but the e-book copy of his book. Number Very again well. is 347 Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Val, back to you. What else do you have, Val? Uh, well, you know, I was I was looking up, and uh, Blanche celebrated her 25-year anniversary, her silver anniversary, in 1960. So, so that wow. would indeed make it 1935. You know, for for marrying uh, Mr. Ernest Sasso. Mm-hmm. But um, the video is amazing. You know, everybody should watch it if they get a chance. You know, she won Teacher of the Year many times. You know, um, oh, yes. got many accolades and awards from various presidents. Oh um, yes, for all of her contributions, and um, and there's one little sentiment that I really loved, and she said, you know, she lived to be 105, and she said the secret mm-hmm. to her long life was keeping in touch with God through prayer, and uh, oh, she prayed goodness. for everybody. She prayed for the priests even, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and she was wonderful. And you know, I miss her so much. You know, she was always positive, yes. always happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always dressed to the hilt and ready to entertain anybody. And oh, yeah. um, she, was, she was the mother to many. Everybody called her auntie. Yes. You know, um, like yes. I said, I only oh, realized Obama. recently that she really wasn't related. Yeah. was just, yes. you know, we just grew up that way. <laughs> always calling her, yeah. yeah, out of respect. It was a title yeah. or Mama term Sato. of love yes. and endearment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. you refer to her as Aunt Blanche, yes, and auntie, Blanche. and whether you are blood relative or not, if you stop and you reflect for a moment, you did not pass her without giving her <laughs> the due respect of the day. Even yes, if you are on course. the other side of the street, you crossed of over course. so you could come down and say, Good morning, Miss Sasso, or good morning, <laughs> depending upon the time, Miss Joseph, whatever. And that was something, yes. because if you did not, before you yes. got home, your parents, <laughs> namely your mother, received a note, Ah, oh, Miss So-and-so, that-bye for you. I'm just being local. That-bye for you, pass me. You didn't even say hello. Of course, you say, your son walked past and did not say good morning or good afternoon. Now, we're talking about a time when telephone and telegraph were not, I know. not to say yeah. anything about Facebook yeah. or tweeting or anything or, you know, social media. But it got home ahead of you. And from the time you entered the door, 
your mother would say, or your grandmother, or whomever was in charge, come here. Those two <laughs> words meant you were in trouble. <laughs> come here. And you say, yeah. And you say, what did yeah. you do today? And you went through a litany of whatever you did, even if you didn't want them to know. By the time you got through the litany, they knew everything <laughs> of your day. And did you meet a lady by the name of Miss Blanche Sasso or Miss Blanche Joseph? Oh, yeah, I see her. That's what say. <laughs> and did you say hello to her? No. Um, I forget. You forgot? <laughs> and depending upon where you're living... You would have to go yeah. right back down the street yeah. to say hello, good afternoon, or except if it were at night. But the point I'm making yeah. is that you learn manners and respect. You did not pass exactly. your elders. It took the entire village to rear the child. Exactly. And if you thought you had gotten away, <clears throat> don't worry. Sunday morning, sometime during the day, you would get your good, as the saying goes, come upperance from yes. the adult yes. in your home. Besides Sasso on the street like that, there was another lady, Mrs. Proudfoot, who every yes. child had to, out of respect say hello to her. And likewise, if they didn't, their parents will know about it. I oh, I yes. know from experience. <laughs> I know from Uh-oh. a personal experience. Uh oh. <laughs> Mrs. Maud uh, Proudfoot. Yes. Yes. Broadfoot, uh-huh. exactly. Yes. You knew my mother very well. Yes, yes, yes. We were neighbors. Your mother and your godmother and all of them. Yes. Oh, yes. She knew we your knew, mother and your godmother well. yes. and your aunts. Yes. It's interesting oh, to yes. note, Mrs. Proudfoot, actually, her two daughters, one became Mrs. Comis Young. Yes. And, of course, the other became Mrs. Reese. I'm talking about Doris and Elaine Proudfoot. Doris Comision wow. and Elaine Reese. Okay? Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. prominent persons and believe it or not, yes. their ancestry and their connections go on to the De Castros and on to oh, persons yes. in Panama. I was wondering, yes. Yeah, and yeah. Marone. Huh? I'm sorry? Okay. No, mm. yes. Com- I complimenting you, yes, I'm agreeing. Wanted to add, we have about 13 minutes left before we uh, wrap things up. I want to at least mention what uh, Val, what about Mrs. Sousa being named Teacher of the Year several times. But you didn't mention who named her or who acclaimed Teacher of the Year. She got, Mrs. Sousa got the awards and on special occasion was acclaimed by the Pope, John Paul. Any teacher in the Virgin Islands or anywhere else can receive an acclaim wow. by a pope. President George H. W. Bush, the, the Daddy Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, the younger Bush, and then here in the Virgin Islands, the former Governor Farrelly recognized Mrs. Sasser's contribution, as well as Governor Charles W. Turnbull, who won her birthday proclaimed September 15, 2004 as Blanche Mary Joseph Sasso Day. Plus there are numerous other community organizations who acknowledge her. Doc, I'm going to turn to you. Do we have a street name after this? No? No, there is none. 
One of the interesting things is, well, <laughs> you, you can put that on, uh, but see, we'll have to take someone who's presently around yes. who would be able to recognize and have the political clout and the wherewithal to put that forth because, you know, a line has ended. Leah has passed. Yes. Yes. The, the line yes. has ended, so we'd have to take either a surviving Adams, Finch, or Gary or Lockhart to push that particular endeavor. But as what we, is of interest is that, yes, well, to push it, the interesting thing yes. is to note where the house is on Long Path, or what we refer mm-hmm. to as Pile Strata. I don't know what has become mm-hmm. of it. And I, because like the house of Edward Wilmoth Blyden or the house of the Cancrines, it's interesting to note if the historic society uh, would take an interest in preserving not only the buildings but the manuscripts and the artifacts and those kinds of things because I don't know if Leah's children are going to do that or are interested. But the point is I wanted to just throw something in as an aside. There were two females who were recognized by the Pope one is Miss Amy Estornell, who received a special invitation. Yes. yes, as yes. the organist for over 75 yes. years at the Catholic Church, and Miss Blanche Sasso also. So I'm saying yes. that to say those were the days when service to God oh, yeah. and work did not go unnoticed and unrecognized. Yes, yes. Wow, wow, wow. Well, let me add some more names. Okay. We've been interacting with our announcements on Facebook. We have Mr. Rob Reichel, Richel, R-I-C-A, Patrick Derry, Lorraine S. Stevens, Dalton Carty, Nelly C.D. These are people who have responded to on Facebook. We're calling out their names in hope that we would inspire them to call in and share some information about Mrs. thing we're talking about any, on any Saturday. Again, that number is 347-237-4374. I'm hoping in the time remaining for the answer. If not, we'll have to share the answer because it's not going to go over another week. So, back to you, Doc. So what do you wish for us to do? Okay, at this point, anything else you want to add to our discussion today not in reference to mrs sasso i just wanted to point out that there's a very interesting exhibit going on at the jarvis museum in reference to photographs oh yes i saw some okay oh you did great tell us about it you are blessed i can't see them but uh, i know it's going on at the jarvis museum and the photographs are by mr claude malone who was also a police officer. The photographs are unique in the sense that what happened was, as a police officer, he could take pictures of a scene before, during, and after. Now, particularly if it was a crime scene or an alleged crime scene, people could not, because you could not tamper with the crime scene because you would be contaminating the evidence. But as a police officer, he could go and take the picture before, during and even after, and also of the subterranean. People may not know we have subterranean ways here, and one of them would be the gutters. 
You could go down into mm-hmm. the and walk, and by the time you emerge on the other side, you are on an entirely different street in an entirely different part of town. Commandant Garda is one <laughs> of them, and up in Savan mm-hmm. is another. So, you know, Gatat's Garda, from where I am, just at the foot of Fireburn, as they call it, which is really North City by, you could do that also. Yes. Mm. Where is the Jarvis Museum? I was curious. Okay. You remember Polyburg? Mm-hmm. Okay, as you're going up Polyburg Hill, on the left-hand side, the Jarvis house where he resided, which would be directly across from what people refer to as Adam's Tennis Court. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just a little east of what used to be a filling station, a gas station. It still is. Stay still on is. the left. Still is, okay. Stay on the left, and you'll see it right there. It'll be called, you'll be labeled, and you'll see it as the Jarvis Museum. Yes. That's where Mr. Jose Antonio Jarvis resided. And so we from up street, mm-hmm. a group, has yes. you know done some work in preserving that. Yeah. Wow, so what else is inside? I mean, is it open to the public? Oh, a number of things. Yes, yes. it's open to the public, and there's no yes. charge. The only, oh, thing they charge for, uh-huh. the only thing they charge for is if you want to get a drink. <laughs> so what's in there? Is now it furniture? Talking... Furniture, oh, papers, photographs, pictures, because Mr. Jarvis was also an artist and a writer. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I found one of his early yes. stories in a stateside paper in 1917. All right, transfer. Wow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, it was really era. cool. Because oh, he good. won a prize, so he yes. was very good. Yes. As a matter of fact, wow. he was trained formally uh, on the mainland, and as a result of that, he also trained other people so that Mr. Ariel Melchior and himself founded the Daily News newspaper, along with persons who had done some journalism, such as Mr. O'Dane, who had the photo news. But Mr. Jarvis trained and worked with Mr. Ariel Melchior and himself in publishing the Home Journal and later on the Daily News. And then, of course, Mr. Basil Otley. Wow, that's Mm. fascinating. Well, I'll have to put that on my list of places to see. When you come, yes, (laughs) Yes. please do. Because the other museum, which, of course, is Fort Christian, would not have some of these things. I know. We have yes. some of his photographs in the family. He, I mean, he oh, took good. wedding Excellent. photographs oh, and others. And Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he has a stamp on the back of all of his photos, Claude Of course, Mahur. he put his stamp on it, Claude Mahur, yeah. photographer. So, and you see, in those days, he used a camera which had the light bulb that you flash yes. and then you know, yes. move along. And um, big box. it was something very interesting. The big box. Yeah, the big bo- black yes. box. Yes, a big uh, black box, yes. With the, with, yes. The, with the flash standing up like a chimney. Yes, and the black cloth yes. over your head. Yes, <laughs> over the head, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, well, that's nice. They've they've done a tribute to him. That'll yes. be great. Mm-hmm. Yes. So put it on your One list of children. things to see and do when you come. Oh, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of them is... Uh, we call her Dr. Sita for short. She's Amasitia. Amasitia. Uh, she's a human black, but she's 
a former Army Lieutenant Colonel, now a veteran, now a public speaker, now a lady around and about all over the place. She's coming back to St. Thomas in June to a conference that she wants to do here at home. So we will hear more about her as time gets closer to her that day. We'll have more information. And she is connected with, uh, works hand-in-hand with Miss Teria Hodge. That's how I met those two ladies. Now, let's go back to Mrs. Sasso before we run out of time and bring everything to a close. Mrs. Sasso's life came to a close. She died peacefully of respiratory failure at the age of 105 when at 11.45, now she was surrounded by family members at the Roy L. Snyder Hospital. Leah, we talked about, followed her in debt. Mrs. Sasso was survived by a large extended family and circle of close friends. So we hope that we have done homage to Mrs. Sasso and her family because she has done wonderful things for the people of the Virgin Islands, teaching their youngsters at the start of their education, kindergarten, first grade, second grade. 30 seconds or less. Yeah, this is wonderful. I I love her so, and um, I will remember those words, to keep in touch with God through prayer. That's a lovely legacy to leave for all of us. So thank you. Fantastic. Well, thank you, and thank you for the suggestion, because I was struggling with the topic to talk about today, and you brought it up. Very good. Thank you, Val. You're welcome. By the way, Val, let let the audience know where they can find you online. Oh, I'm online at VintageVirginIslands.com and uh, and the same at Facebook and Pinterest, too. I'm following your advice on Pinterest and having lots of fun. <laughs> you got Pinterest now. Good for you. Love, love Pinterest. Okay, great. I know you will. We'll talk more about that later on. Now, closing. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity, for the time, and keep looking forward. And as the poetess and poet laureate Maya Angelou said, on the pulse of the morning, and I translate that to on the pulse of the day, we rise, we rise. In spite of what seems to want to keep us back or down, we rise. Have a blessed day. We rise. Thank you very much, much, Val. And audience, the answer to the question is, you're welcome, Val. The answer to the question is Mr. embroidered the Virgin Islands flag and is still in use today. So that's her contribution to history and culture. Thank you, folks. We hope you would have called in. Perhaps next week we'll come up with another question. Be prepared. Number is 347- 237-4374. Put it on your cabinet and keep it in mind for next week. So long. Well, take care. Bye. We'll see you all next week. So long, Bye-bye. Everyone. Bye-bye for now. I have a blessed, strong hand. There you go.
Yeah. 